Good morning, Rabosai. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Happy Rosh Chodesh Adar. Today is Daf Yomi Chagiga 22. We have sponsorships today from Michael and Rachel Terniansky in commemoration of the Yardside of Michael's brother, Alan Terniansky, Avram Yitzhak, Ben Shlomo Yaakov. Shimon Yaakov. Thank you, Shkech. By Paul and Kathy Pollock, and Mary of Paul's grandparents, Samuel Pollock, Zacharia Ben Zacharia Zol, Annie Pollock, Dina Bas Rav Dov Zol. By Art and Sherry Miller, in loving memory of Art's brother, Richard Miller, Reuven Ben Betzal of Rachel Zol. Week of Learning Sponsorship by Al and Sarah Seidberg for Rafua Shlema of Shlamis Bas Shusha. Daf Yomi sponsors, two sponsors, my mother, Yashar Koach Rabbi Kamenakiva Kovacs, and by my uncle Menach, and aunts, Menachem Saralea Kovacs, in honor of Rabbi Kamenakiva Kovacs, big Yashar Koach nephew. Wow. So keeping it in the family here, today's daf is Chagiga 22. We are picking up at the very top of 22. And remember yesterday we restarted the Mishnah. This Mishnah is actually the last, the first Mishnah of the last parak of Moed, which is a friendly reminder that our Siyum on Moed is next Wednesday night. Our learners sent out an email. We've sent messages on the WhatsApp. Please come next Wednesday night. Come to the Siyum. Moed is a big chunk of Shas, and you should be very proud of yourselves for finishing a big a big piece of Shas. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. And Misha Nechnas Adar, Marvin Besimcha, it's Adar Shani, so double Besimcha, and we're going to have a beautiful Siyum next week, God willing. So yesterday we were talking about the Malos, the 11 advantages, or, or Humros, you could call it, by Kodshim versus Truma. So we talked about in the Mishnah the cases of Chatzitza that Rava said, it's a, one's a Chatzitza and one's a Gezeira. And uh, the, the other taich was they're both cases of chatzitza. So remember, Rava said, we finished up, that the case of gezerah is if you tovel kli within kli, you put a small kli in a big kli, we're worried the opening of the big kli might not be big enough. It might not be what we call shifel feratanud, which is two fingers, and you can rotate them. The post say it's about two inches, two, three inches at most, uh, and that's an opening to allow the mikvah water to get in properly and to tovel everything inside the kli. Remember, it came up, Rabbi Silver mentioned at the end of yesterday, this comes up by building a mikvah itself. And since Rabbi Silver promised us a spa-grade mikvah, Emir Tzashem, in the new building, I'm going to tell you that this halacha is nogeya if you want a spa-grade mikvah, because what do you do, Rabbi say, to build a mikvah? You have rainwater, get, rainwater gathered into a pit, or if in places like Phoenix, Arizona, you bring in snow or ice, you let it melt into the basin. But you don't tovel in that rebosa. You build another basin, another reservoir right next door. And you put in the wall in between the original mikvah water and the basin you're going to use for tevila for immersion, you put a hole in that wall, the two fingers. And what do you do? You close up that hole, you fill up the basin for tevila from the tap, from hose water, from anything, mayim shuvim even. Then when you open up that hole, you perform what's called in halacha hashaka, meaning kissing, that your original mikvah water is now going through this hole, is kissing the water in the new reservoir, and it makes that into a mikvah. The Shulchan Aruch says you can even close the hole after that, Tazna leave it open. So then, when that reservoir you dip into, it gets a little schmutzed up, you can close the hole, plug the hole, drain it, clean it, refill it from the hose, from Shemaim Shuvim, open the hole again, boom, hashaka, it's a mikvah again. It's a beautiful thing. When you go to the mikvah, Erev Rosh Hashanah, Erev Yom Kippur, you can look in the wall, and you're going to see a hole in the wall. And that's the hashaka hole. That's the kishofaris and nud that we're talking about 
in the halacha today. You can actually test it. You can put in two fingers and make sure that you can rotate two fingers. Or both sides. Do not put in three. Do not put in four. It's only two fingers. Do not be that guy who gets stuck in the mikvah close to Shkia, Erevim Kippur. Don't be that guy. Okay? It's two. Shofar Sanud is two. Okay? So picking up at the very end of the top line of 22, Hagiga, Chof Beis, Amad Aleph, Soverlaw, Gehad, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Ravua, so Rava, who says it's the Gezerah, Atu, the two fingers, Shferes Nud. He says, Yud, Aleph, Malus, Shanukan, our Mishnah teaches 11 teachings about Kodshim, it goes to 11. Sheish, Rishonos, Bein the Kodesh, Bein the Chodesh, Nazar, Taras, Kodesh. The first six apply both to real Kodesh, Mamish, Karbanos, or to Chulin, that somebody's treating on the level of Karbanos. Remember, he's a Kohen, he wants to bring all of his food like that. Uh, other, other people explain that he sells wine or flour or oil for the needs of Karbanos. He wants to keep all of his things uh, tahor on that level. So the first six uh, have what we said, Rashi explained yesterday, or a silver side of the Rashi, they have drawer the tomb of their rice, so they could become Tamei their rice, so the first six apply even to Hulun Nasser's Atarius Kodesh. Achronos, the last ones, the Kodesh of Allah, the Hulun Nasser's Atarius Kodesh. Those only apply Mamish to Mamish Karbanas. My Ika Bain Derava, the Rabbi Elah. So remember, Rabbi Elah had said that the Mishnah lists two cases of Chatzitza, the Kli within a Kli. He says it was not a Gezera Atu Shemaferes Anud, it was not a Gezera to the two finger opening. That was another case of Chatzitza. So in his mind, the Mishnah only goes to 10. And Rava said, no, the Mishnah goes to 11 because one's a case of Chatzitza and one's a case of the Gezera to the opening of the bottle needs to be two fingers. A big basket or a gargutni, which of course is a strainer. When you're making wine, you step on the grapes in the upper vat and the liquid trickles down to the reservoir at the bottom where it's going to ferment. But you want this gargutni as a big strainer to catch the, wine, the, the grape skins and the schmutz from going down to the reservoir. Shemilan kalim, you put smaller kalim inside, then you lowered it into the mikveh. You know, if you're going to tovel a hundred new forks, knives, spoons, and uh, grapefruit spoons, and salad forks, and everything, just put it all in a basket and lower the whole basket in. That's what he's saying to do. The mother Mishim Chatzitza, Rabbi Law says it's a chatzitza. If you have something heavy on top of the basket, there could be a chitzitza there. Rashi said yesterday, at least it looks like a chatzitza. It's karov to be a chatzitza. Ikala ika. So that's a problem. Manda Amar, but by Ravo, says Mishim Gezeira, Shema Yitbo Machdin Sinoris Pekliche Em Piv Vishaferis Anud. So if, like Rava said, there are 11 cases in the Mishnah, and the case is you don't want to tovel in a bottle or a flask that has an opening that's not wide enough to let the mikvah water come through. So that wouldn't be a problem. Why? Because salvagar gutni, shein bepikim kishaferis anud leka. There's no such thing as a basket or a strainer that doesn't have an opening big enough. The Tosos Rid here points out by definition, the basket and strainer don't even have a lid. So there's no such thing as a basket or strainer with a lid less than two fingers to let the mikvah water in because they don't even have a lid. So like my Rosh Shivas, that's all he always said, define your terms. If a basket has no lid, beautiful, you know what it is. If you're having an argument, not an argument, a discussion, having a discussion with somebody and you know it keeps going in circles, have them define their terms. You define your terms. If somebody is arguing, well, this is this, this is that, they can't even define what a man is, what a woman is, what, what their terms are, get them to define their terms and you can clarify what's really going on. Know what you know. Define your terms. That's, that's the most you're here. 
So anyway, these things have no lid, so there's no gazera, no reason to be gozer, because there's no lid to have a hole not big enough to let the mikvah water in. So you can go ahead and tovah your kalim there, according to Rava. As the Rava letaimei, Rava follows his reasoning, like, like what he taught us, Dama Rava, Salver Gugutni, Shemilin Kalim, you can put a bunch of small kalim in your basket or your strainer, Hitbilin, Taharim, you can lower it into the mikvah, they're all Tahar. But of mikvah, but a mikvah itself, shechilku besalver gagutni. The mikvah wasn't very big. What's the minimum size of a mikvah for a person? Forty seah. Forty seah. Beautiful. And our chachamim measure that one amma by one amma by three amma. Now Taisa says a person's a little taller than three amma, but you bend down, you get you get everybody in. It's fine. It's big enough. So what if you had a mikvah that's small sized and somebody put a basket in as like a divider or strainer to catch you know the the forks that are falling into the mikvah? He says, a tovel shamla also lo tevila. Rav says, that doesn't work. It doesn't work if you have a basket, even though the basket is porous and water gets through, it doesn't work if the basket's blocking some of the mikvah. Deha'ara, because the earth itself, kula chalchule mechalchula, the earth is porous. We know that water seeps through the earth. There's such thing as a mayan, a well, a spring. Water is trickling through the, the dirt itself. But the Torah requires you have to have 40 seah in the same place, even though theoretically all of the groundwater in the dirt in the world is sort of interconnected. It can trickle slowly, at least, through the dirt. We need mem seah in one place. And Beis Yosef discusses this. This is in the beginning of Hilchah's Mikvayis. So since we're on Mikvayis, it's Kedai to read this. So in the Torah, he says, A woman needs to go to the mikveh. Has to have Even if it's not a spring, a mayan, which is called mayim chayim in the Torah, living water, flowing water. Even if she goes to a mayan, a spring, even a spring needs 40 seah in the same place. But hold that thought for a minute. Even though a mayan is mitar koshu, that's a kli. Now you've heard like a needle could technically be uh, purified in a tiny mikvah, which needs to be bigger than the kli itself. Even a small person, even a child going to the mikvah, he could technically fit in a mikvah less than 40 seah. You need the 40 seah. But they disagree. They say, A spring that's kolshahu, flowing water, even if it's not arbaim sa, would work. The Torah's the tour's father is the rush. So he calls the rush aviezri. So this is interesting. A vol imrachtsabamirchatz. A woman goes to the bath. She takes a bath. O alu aleya kol meimos shabolam, or she showers in all the water of the world, Rebitumasa. She's still tamik. This is why we tell our wives and our daughters when they're in the shower so long, what are you using all the water in the world? That's the tour right here in Reish Mem in your day. So that's a makor for that. But the base Yosef says really interestingly here, he says, now the Mayan. He, he, the Beis Yosef brings many rayas about this discussion. Does the Mayan, the flowing water, the spring, you know, the Meitzveria, does it need 40 seah in one place? And he says, no. He says, you need a place big enough for the person to fit, but you don't need Memseah in one place as long as the f- entire flow of the Mayan has Memseah. And this can come up if you're in the, uh, the old city where they have the, the, little, the little river underground, the underground river. That's, a, that's from a Mayan. That's flowing water. 
And maybe this one place isn't memsea, but if it's big enough to fit your body, since it's connected to memsea, according to Beis Yosef, it's still a mikvah. This will come up in the future when a spring, a Mayim Chaim, will issue forth from where in the future? From the base of Mikdash, the Kodesh Kolashim, yeah. And it's going to, right, right, it's going to start off very small. Remember, this is beautiful, it's a beautiful Agadita, but it's going to be Halach Lamaisa. This, this Mayim Chaim, the spring, will start off small from the base of Mikdash and get bigger and bigger and bigger. But it turns out, even in the small part, as long as you can fit your body, according to base Yosef, you can Tovil in this future spring water coming from the temple because it's connected, all of it connected is way more than 40 seas. So even in the smaller part, you could be Tovil. He says, interesting, also, you can, uh, he says from the Maharik, you can dig a well. If you dig a hole, you dig a well, and then water flows into that. That's not Mayim Shuvim, because Hashem is basically causing the water through the, the miracle of, uh, of geology to come into the well and fill it up. He says, that's also a Mayan, that's also Mayim Chaim. So this is the Beis Yosef who's going to allow us to be tovil in the river coming out of the Beis HaMikdash, Bimheira Be'emenu. But this is the din of, uh, of mikvah and mayan. There are two different things. Mayan is flowing water. An ocean is also considered a mayan. And a mikvah has to be standing water. It can't be, Zafka can't be flowing water. So that's mikvah and mayan. And that's the makor for women taking long showers. Tell them, no, you don't take a shower. Go to the mikvah, go to the mayan. That's, that's, what, the, that's what the halacha is. Good, beautiful. So that's our quick review of Mikvayus. Hani Mile, and, and these words, Rashi says, going back to what we said, is if you're tovel kli betoch kli, you put your needles or your little forks inside a bottle, and you tovel it, Rava says, gezerah, the opening might not be big enough, might not be shofaris and and the mikvah water doesn't get in properly, and so those kalim are still tame, we make gezerah, we don't let you do that, shofaris and so Hanimile, this applies to Kli Tahor, when the outer Kli, the bigger Kli, the bottle is already pure. It doesn't need to go to the mikveh. Well, but Kli Tame, if itself is Tame, Migu the cycle Tevila Kule Gufe, Demana, since Tevila helps for the entire substance of that Kli, meaning you're going to be careful to get mikveh water into the entire Kli, even if the opening is pretty small. Salka Luhunami Lekelim De Ispe. It also works for the little Kelim inside. So even if your bottle has a small opening. Since it's tame, it needs to go to the mikvah. You could put smaller kalim, your little needles and forkulas inside, and the tevila will work for them. It's only when the outer kli is tahor that we have a gezerah. It's not like the Mishnah says, kalim, shemilan kalim. Kalim, you put kalim inside. This is a Mishnah in kalim. Ve'itbila, <laughs> and you put them in the mikvah, harei elu tahorin. They are tahor. Vim lo tavol, but if you didn't do tevila, mayim ha-meoravim, the mixed water until it's mixed water like shifaferis anud, the two fingers around. My kamar, what are you talking about? Im lo tavo. What are you talking about if you didn't do tevila? We're talking about tevila. Haki kamar. This is what the Mishnah really means. Im If you didn't have to be tovel the larger kli, the outside kli, the big bottle, mayim, uh, and, and the Bach changes this, or you have a case of mayim uravim, you have a mikvah next to a mikvah, you need to mix the waters. You need an opening there. Again, two fingers all around. Needs to get in there. So that's if the outer kli is tahor and your inner kalim are, are tame, you need an opening that big to make sure your mikvah waters get inside and be metahir, the little kalim inside. And the smachlok is rava, who holds it to gezerah. He says the Mishnah has a case of chatzitza when you tied something in a knot. It has a case of a gezerah. 
kli betoch kli from the weight of the outer of the kli on top of the other kli might not work. Might be a, looks like a chatzitza. Rabbi Law says no. It's both cases of chatzitza. Tanayit z'machlokis tanayim detanya. The Bryce says salvager gutni the basket and the strainer shemilan kalim. You put a bunch of kalim inside it bilan. And you put it in the mikvah, bain the kodesh, bain the truma, tahiri, and it works for kodesh or truma. Abashal amer the truma. Abashal says only the truma of Allo, the kodesh. Abashal says, like our Mishnah, but there's another Tanai who says, another Tanai who says that it would work for kodesh also. Ihachi, truma nami. So listen, if it's going to work, if it's going to work, it should also work for truma. Or if it's going to be a problem, it should also be a problem for truma. What's the difference between truma? and Kodesh that Abishol and our Mishnah are going on. If it looks like a Chatzitza for Kodesh, why doesn't it look like a Chatzitza for Truma also? If it's not a Chatzitza for Truma, how is it not a Chatzitza also and not a problem for Kodeshim? Leman Kamrinan, who are we talking to? Who, who's going to come to ask a Shaila? Chaverim. A Chaver was also called a Prushim, the people who are meticulous and careful with Tuma and Tahara. Chaverim made the yode. Chaverim know about chatzitza. Chaverim know the cholacha. Rashi here says something amazing. He says, Who do we say this pesach cholacha to? Not to be tovel a kli inside a kli, at least for kodshim. Because they don't come to ask questions. Rabbi it's a gemara in brachas. And since we're about to finish Moed, it's kedai to review brachas in Zrayim. And the Mishnah is on Mem Zayin. It talks about making a zimun with an Amaaretz. Remember this, making a zimun. Who can you make a zimun to? If someone's eating truma and someone's eating kulin, maybe you shouldn't make a zimun. They're going to come to eat each other. And so it says you don't make a zimun on an Amaaretz. And then you have all these definitions of who's an Amaaretz. Maybe he doesn't put on tefillin. Maybe he doesn't put on tzitzis. He doesn't send his kids to a religious school. Listen to this, Rabosa. You're going to love this. A cheirim omrim. A filu... Karavashana, he read the Tanakh, he learned the Mishnah, he didn't do Shemesh Talmidei Chachamim, Hareze Amaretz. person could know all the Mishnayas, all the Tanakh, and still be an Amaretz, because he doesn't come to the Rebbeim to ask the questions about the application of the Psukim and the Mishnah. He doesn't come to ask. Now you're probably wondering, because just last week we were talking about Acherim. Who's Acherim? Elisha ben Avuya. So that's a scary thing. If Elisha ben Avuya, who was a gadolador who went to the Pardes and went off the derech, is saying this, there's something very important to Shimush Tamidei Chamim. However, the Taishwas in many places point out that Rabbi Meir himself is also called Acherim. Remember, Rabbi Meir was the last Talmud who still learned Elisha ben Avuya, and we explained about a week ago how he could still do this, that he took the valuable parts inside and throughout the klipa, that he was a gadol in Torah and he was following Hashem's derech and not Elisha's, Benavuya's derech. So sometimes when it says a cherim in Shas, it means Rebbe Meir. And the Taisus explains, it says a cherim because it's Rebbe Meir telling you a concept he learned from Elisha Benavuya. We don't want to say the name Elisha Benavuya because he went off the derech. And there's, you know, Rebbe Meir says he did tshuva at the end, but, you know, he did a lot of bad in the, in the middle. But we don't want to say his name. So when Rebbe Meir cites his Rebbe, Elisha ben Avuya, we say Acherim. So Rebbe Meir, amazingly, continued to learn with Elisha ben Avuya and learned this concept and shares it that even somebody who learns the Psukim, learns the Mishnayos, but doesn't come and ask the questions and clarify things and figure it all out with the rabbis and get together and learn, still in Amaretz. You should know what we do here in the Dafyomi. Since we're learning Talmud, 
the Maharsha says, this is Shimush Talmud Yehachami. He says, learning up the Gemara, learning the Talmud, figuring this out, applying the Mishnayos, learning the Psukim and how they actually work in practice is Shimush Talmud Yehachamim. So Shkoyach Rebosai, we're not Amaaretz, according to the Maharsha and according to the Gemara in Brachos Mem Zayin. Baruch Hashem. So that's good. So who's going to come ask us questions? The Chavayim are going to come ask us questions, not the Amaaretz. Chavayim Ediyola, they know the Halacha about Na'amege so Kodesh Nami should be allowed because the people who are going to be tovel, they, they know better. They're not going to make a chatzit, so they're not going to allow it. What's going to happen? Chazile Amaretz, and Amaretz is going to see the chaverim tovel kli betoch kli in the basket or whatnot. Azumapil, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to copy them. They're uh, Trumanami. So the Gemara objects, Trumanami Chazile Amaretz, Azumapil. He's also going to see you tovel kli betoch kli by Truma, and he's going to do the same thing for his Truma. And then his truma might have a chatzitza in the mikvah. He's not going to be careful like a chaver would. And his truma will be tameya when he gives it to the kohen. minahu. A kohen who's a chaver, who's meticulous, who's a parish, will not take truma from an ama'aretz because he's worried it might be tamay. So he's looking at me like, you're right, I don't take truma from an ama'aretz. So Kodesh nami minahu. So if so, that the, the ama'aretz is not careful about chatzitza in the mikvah, we shouldn't take kodesh from him. This is amazing. We're about to say, havila eva. There will be dissension and discord and hatred if we don't take his Kodesh. Yeah? Truma nami eva. If you don't take his Truma, it's also he'll be insulted, right? It doesn't bother him. Because he can give it to a Kohen who's also not so meticulous on, on Tahara. He has someone to give his Truma to, but he doesn't have someone to give his Kochim to. There's only one base of Mikdash, if you don't take the wine or the, the Mincha or the animal that uh, is from the Kochim of an Amaretz, he's got nowhere else to go. Montan the Chayish Le'eva, and who is worried about sowing dissension among the Jews? Rabbi Yossi, he. Rabbi Yossi, the Tanya, there's a price of Rabbi Yossi, Mipnei Ma, Hakone Amani, Maltaharis Yain, Veshemen, Koyimasashana. Why do we believe anyone who comes to the temple bringing wine for libations, bringing oil for the Menachos, all the days of the year? We're going to discuss that uh, later on in our parak that certain times people would be mentor the kalim, they're more believable then that they were tahar. Because if you don't take his kochim, he's going to build his own bama in the backyard. And he's going to burn his own paraduma to be mentor himself. So it's an amazing thing. If you don't let the Amaretz bring their karbanos and bring their donations to the temple, fine, he'll build his own temple. What do I need you for? You have to include people, people who their, their heart is in the right place. They might not know every detail, but their heart is in the right place. It's L'Shem Shemaim. And the Rashi here says, what's he going to do? Bone Bama, Bishas Isra Bama. So we know after the temple was built, there's no more Bama, which is like building your own personal Mizbeach and having a back, backyard barbecue, but it was a backyard Bama-cue. And they would bring their, their carbon the dava in, you know, in their own backyard. You could do that before the base of Mikdash. After base of Mikdash, you can't do it anymore. But what's he going to do? He's going to, he's going to, he's going to build a bama, umaktir l'shamayim. He's not doing a vodazar, chas He's a Jew, he's a yid. He's gonna, but if you don't let him into the temple, you say, oh, I, I'm worried your, your, uh, minacha, your mincha there is, is, might be tamay, because you maybe had a chaditza in your clay. He says, what are you talking about? He'll go and he'll burn it in his own backyard to a sham because his heart's in the right place. He just doesn't know all the rules and all the details, so we have to make an allowance for him. We have to get him involved. We said last week, 
So they would let they would let them bring the animal to the Ezra's Nashim and have the Nashim do a token smicha so they'd feel involved. They'd get involved. They could they could be a part of it. We want everyone within the bounds of halacha, within acceptability, to be a part of it. His heart's in the right place, let him come and be a part of it. If not, he's gonna you know, start up his own uh, backyard bama, his own like quasi religion. He's going to make sex. This is Rabbi Yossi's warning us about. So, like, who do we follow when we accept testimony now from an Amaritz? Come on, Rabbi Yossi. That's Rabbi Yossi. We pass him like Rabbi Yossi. The Taisus here points out. Um, uh, he says the Rav Elchanan, one of the early Rishonim, Omer, it's a kind belonging Rabbi Yosi. We hold the Rabbi Yosi, Hashin and Laeva. We're worried about making divisions. We make a zimun. Remember, that's the Gemara and Brachos Mem Zayin Amud like we just cited. Who's an Amaretz? Don't make a zimun on. We make a zimun. He says we make a zimun on anyone today because we don't want to make Eva. We don't want to be like we don't want people saying, "Oh, I'm better than him. I'm more tahor than him. I'm more ta-. you know he's he might be tame. You know he might you know." We make a zimun for everybody. We try to invite everybody in. We try to get them in the dafyomi to ask questions, get answers, get clarity. The only difference between an Amaretz and the Haver is, is their knowledge. We want everyone can have the knowledge. You know, it says in Pirkei Avos, there's 48 crowns of the Torah, and anyone can come and take them. Anyone can come and take that wisdom and become a, a master of Torah and knowledge. We, we want to get them in the door. That's that's the idea. That's Rabbi Yosi. So good. So his kli, he might not be careful for truma. Let's worry about borrowing his kli. So we're going to see from here, we're going to learn that we have a side of Mishnah that learns out that Haverim used to borrow kelim from Amaretz. They weren't a separate nation. They were, they were next door neighbors and friends and relatives. Stan the Mishnah says, a kli cheris kol. Kli cheris blocks everything. Divrei beis hillel. You're going to ask me why Beis Hillel is listed before Beis Shammai. We'll get to that at the end. Save your questions. Beis Shammai Omrim. Beis Shammai replies, Eino Matzel. Kli Heres does not block Tuma. Elo Ochli no Mashkido Kli Heres. It only blocks on food and drink and other Kli Heres. So what's going on? There's two potential cases here. If you have a Kli Heres, an earthenware porcelain, an earthenware clay pot, and it's sealed up, that blocks the tuma because a kli cheres only gets tame from the inside, not from the outside. So if you have a sealed clay vessel, whatever's inside is tahor, even if it was an ohlames, even if, God forbid, someone passed away, whatever's in a sealed clay pot is still tahor. Or you could have a case where somebody's lo'aleinu about to pass away downstairs, and then upstairs is a separate rishus, but there's a skylight in the middle, so the tumah is going to go up. But if you put a klicheris into that skylight and block it off, that klicheris could block the tumah, and then even when the guy passes away downstairs, upstairs everything is still tahar. So klicheris midiraisa, it saves, it blocks tumah. Because it's only makabal tumah from the inside, not the outside. Amru lehem shamai. amru. What are you talking about that a kliharis only saves food and drink and other kliharis, not metal and glass and wood and other things? The kliharis we're talking about is tame because it belongs to an amaaretz. And amaaretz is tame durabanan because, again, he's not careful. Not careful with chatzitza at the mikvah. He's not necessarily careful. So him and his kalim are tame durabanan. Ein kli tame chotzitz. And a kliharis that's already tame doesn't block. Tuma. You have to be tahor to stand and block tuma from spreading. So it's a musr. Amrulahem beis hillel, beis hillel says, haloti mashkim but the food and the drink inside this kli or on the upstairs blocked by the kli haris, you said that's tahor. 
Amrlahem Beishamai says back, Beishamai Keshidiharanu, when we said it's Tahar, Ochlinemashkin, the food and the drink, and also the other Klicheris, Shabbatelchu, Le'atzmo, to himself, to the Amaharats we're talking about. Aval, Nitzar Esakli, but should we say the other Kalim, the glass, the wood, and everything else? Yeah? Moshe's coming to check it out. If you can hear me, Moshe's coming to check it out. Hi, Betty. Good morning. Menachem says good morning. Very good? It's okay. It's Rosh Chodesh Zadar. We can get away with this stuff. Moshe's on it. Good, so when we say that the food and the drink is tahor, that's because a chaver doesn't eat and drink the food and drink of an amaretz, because he's choshesh that it's tameh. But we're going to let the amaretz still eat and drink it. But a, a glass kli, a metal kli, no. Kshitiranu, but the other kalim, the glass and the metal, kshitiranu lechavalo, would be for you and for him. So we see from here, we're going to learn out, a chaver used to borrow, looks like I'm still frozen on the screen, but it's okay. Resetting the camera, God willing, that'll help. We're just going to keep going. So it's a, a, a raya, you, a chavar used to borrow from an amaretz. Tanya, the bride says, Amar Yeshua, He says, I'm ashamed from your words, Beishamah. This is really interesting. He doesn't say, you should be ashamed of yourself. He says, I'm ashamed that I don't understand you. If anyone ever tells you, you should be ashamed of yourself, don't listen. Take that with a grain of salt. Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe they're just trying to manipulate you. Maybe they're trying to make you feel ashamed to control you. You should, you know, judge yourself through the lens of Torah, not necessarily through the lens of other people who are subjective. So here, Rabbi Shua is saying an important thing. I'm ashamed they don't understand you. Efshar isha lasha ba'reva. Is it possible a woman is needing upstairs? Isha reva tamei. Tell me the kli cheres doesn't block the tumah. So she and her bowl are tamei. Shiva, for seven days, they need paraduma to fix them, a botsek tar, but the dough inside is still tar, still edible. How could this be? You're going to tell me Lugi and Malay Mashkin? You're going to tell me cups full of drink. Lugi and Tame Tuma Shiva, Mashkin Torin? The cups themselves are Tame and the drink inside is Tahar? I mean, Rishu is shocked. How could this, this sounds contradictory. Nitpolo Talmidechad Mitzumidi Beishamai. So one Talmud from Beishamai came. Amrlo, Amorlecha Taimesh of Beishamai? Could I tell you the reasoning behind Beishamai? Amrlo, Amor, please. I have to know. I'm ashamed that I don't understand. Amr lo, so the Beis Shamanik, he said, Kli tamei chotzet, so I know chotzet. Again, this is interesting. The Talmud from Beis Shammai, he's not saying, uh, is a Kli tamei chotzet. He's not saying, Kli tamei is not chotzet. He's saying, listen, is it or isn't it? Is it a Kli that's already tamei? Kli heres that's already tamei. It's already tamei. Does it block tuma? Amr le'enu chotzet. No, if it's already tamei, it doesn't block tuma. And he says, Kli shal amaretz, tamei otahar. Is it amaretz's Kli? Is that tamei otahar? Amr lo, tamei, yeah. It's already tamei. It's tamei on a Durabana level because we're worried about him. Imata Omerlo says, but listen, the Beishamai says to Yeshua, if you tell him, Tame, you tell him everything is Tame, everything in your sealed Klicheris is Tame, everything in your upstairs that was blocked by Klicheris is Tame, is he even going to listen to you? You tell him everything's Tame, he's going to say, it's a Pusak, he's going to say, it's a Mephorish Pusak, that a Klicheris with a lid, a Klicheris can block a Tuma. It's, it's Deraisa, that's what he's going to tell you. He's not going to listen to you if you tell him everything's Tame. Oh, not only that, if you tell him everything is Tame, even the food and the drink and everything, he's going to tell me, Tahor. tell me, it was in a sealed Klicheris. It was blocked by Klicheris. Everything's Tahor. You Prushim, you're crazy. You Haverim, you're not my Haver. You're, you're nuts. You're going against the Din Torah. So it's going to be like what we said on Ahmed Aleph. Like Rabbi Yossi said, Mishum Eva, he's going to go build his own Bama, soar his own Paraduma, start up his own Das Ke'ilu, make his own like sect, 
because he's going to say, you guys are crazy. A Kli Harris blocks Tuma. So you should know there's actually a Machlokas Rishonim. Are we talking about a Kli Harris here, Davka of an Amaretz? Mm-hmm. Like Rambam says, any Kli Harris. It's actually a Gezeira that even a Kli Harris of a Chaver would not block Tuma. So that the Amaretz is going to see this and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's taking into account that the Kalim of the Kli Harris of the Amaretz are Tamei Durabanan. So they don't necessarily block Tuma on a Durabanan level. Derisa it's tower. Derisa it works. But Durabanan, since his Kalim are Tamei, they can't block Tuma. That's the reason Vishua went to the cemetery. He uh, bowed down by the graves of Beishamai. Apparently, it was Beishamai. Maybe it was Shamai himself and his Talmudim. So you see, there's some Hasidim that want to be buried by the Rebbe. So this could be a Makor. I've wronged you, Asmos Beishamai. Your, you know, undecipherable rulings have so much wisdom and psychology behind them. So your Mephorish Dinim must be even better. So this is why Beis Hillel was listed first in this Mishnah as Mishnah Adios, because at the end of the Mishnah it says Beis Hillel retracted and ruled like Beis Shammai. It's one of those occasions where Beis Hillel went like Beis Shammai. Amrukul Yamav Chushru Shinav Mipnetan Yosef. So Yeshua's teeth were darkened and maybe demineralized because he was fasting to atone for insulting Beis Shammai. Because Beis Shammai had a good reason that psychologically, if you tell the Amaaretz, listen, everything's, everything's Tame. And he'll be like, it was in a sealed Klicheris. The Torah says it's Tahor. You guys are crazy. I'm, ta- I'm Tahor. You guys are Tame. So you tell him, listen, so as a Chumrah, you should be told all the glass and the wood and the metal that was in there. But listen, you can eat the stuff. You can drink the stuff. The Klicheris is still fine. Because like Daraisa, yeah, it is. And Durabana, and if you tell him, listen, we're worried about you guys. You guys might have a Chatzitza in the Mikvah. He's not going to listen. So we want, we want to get the guy in the door, we want him asking questions, we want a dialogue, we want him learning more about Tumah Tahara, not being, feeling rejected and dejected and ignoring us. Ketani Miha, so it teaches anyway, L'chav alo. Alma Shalina Minayo, so we see that a Chavar can borrow Kalim from an Amaretz. The Gemara says, Ki Shalina Minayo, when we do borrow from him, Matbilin we put them in the mikvah. When you, we don't borrow Klicheris, we don't borrow food and drink, when you borrow metal or glass or wood, put it in the mikvah first. Ihachi. So Beisilo should answer No, so what if it gets Tamei Durabanan? We always put it in the mikvah anyway, whatever we borrow from them. But something that was Tamei from exposure to a dead body in Avatuma, it needs to be have Hazah on day three and day seven, then go in the mikvah. So people normally lend Kalim for more than seven days is actually a hidden musr. If you're quote-unquote borrowing something for a long time, you should probably try to give it back or ask the guy, listen, are you trying to give this to me? I've been borrowing this for three years now. You want your lawnmower back? What's going on? There are some very scary um, Zohar-type texts that say people who borrow something and don't give it back, they get reincarnated in a way to get the thing back or pay back or give the guy the value back. So try to give stuff back, basically. Let's just stick to the Gemara. Give stuff back, okay? Within seven days. Do we don't believe the Amaaretz that he put something in the mikvah? says, We believe them to say they put something in the mikvah for Tamei Meis. Now remember, Tamei Meis needs Hazah on day three, day seven, and then to go to the mikvah. Rabbi says, not a kasha. We could believe him about putting his own body in the mikvah after the sprinklings for Tumas Meis, but not about his Kalim. Rav Amar, Rava says, no, we're talking about his kalim, below kasha. It's not a kasha. It depends on what he says. Ha de amar, when the amar tells us, me'olam lo hitbal de He says, 
I never was tovel kli within a kli. I don't know what you prushim are doing for your, your truma, but I would never put kalim within kalim and put them in the mikvah. So there's no chance of having a problem not having an opening big enough. Vahada Amar Hikbalti, yeah, I put Kalim within Kalim to do Tvila. Although Hikbalti Baklisha Ambush Ferris Anud. But I was always careful there was Shivaferis Anud, so the make water get in. Mostly that's the whole point of the Gezerah, was toveling a kli within a kli. If the kli has a lid, it's not a basket or a strainer, there's a hashash, we're worried it might not have an opening big enough. That's the whole Gezerah. So he tells you, yeah, I was tovel a kli with a little Kalim within a bottle, but it, don't worry, it was big enough. That's the whole Gezerah. We're worried it wasn't big enough, so we're not going to accept him. What he says about his Kalim in the mikvah. Uh, Hatanya, and the Bryce also says, usually Hatanya is like a kasha here, it's like, and also, Bryce says, peiros lo He can tell you, listen, uh, these peiros, after they were cut off the ground, they never got wet. We don't believe him, he says, yeah, they got wet and they're makabotuma, but don't worry, there was never sherets, I didn't touch it, whatever, because he's not so careful, we're, you know, we're not going to accept that. So Rabba's Micholik, you know, if there was never a chance of Tuma, we're going to believe what he says. If there was some chance, we're not going to believe, we're worried that these things did get Tame. Agufa Lumi Behemna, do we believe in Amar? It's about his body being in the mikvah after being Tame Meis. Vatanya, but there's a Brisa. Haver Shabala Hazus. A Haver comes and says, listen, I was with a dead body three, day, three days ago. Today's the third day. It was Monday. Now it's Wednesday. I need some Hazah. I need some Paraduma, please. Mazin Alav Miyad. We can start sprinkling Mazin means we sprinkle love miyad right away. Amaret Shabala Hazos. And Amaret says, listen, I think I was exposed to a dead body. It was an Olamay, something like this. We wait until three days later, or on the third day. Then we start the Hazah process. Because we're machmir on the Amaret originally, we wait, make him wait till the third day to, go, to get the first Hazah. Hakalta Allah Basab, we can be makal at the end and assume we really went to the mikvah after the hazah on day seven. Because we're machmir, make him wait. So you assume we went to the mikvah on time. It's interesting because we're about to start Yavamas. The last parak of Yavamas has something the opposite. We're makal on someone at the beginning because we're machmir at the end. There's the last parak of Yavamas. Anyone know what the case is? You guys haven't learned Yavamas yet. Wait, wait. Don't worry, we'll get it soon. We're coming up on Nivamas. It's Lolano and Aguna, a woman whose husband goes overseas. He never comes back. And we would allow her to get remarried even with one witness, even on sort of more attenuated testimony that her husband passed away. Why? Because if she goes ahead and gets remarried on the basis of this kula, then if her husband shows up alive, the first husband shows up alive, we're very machmer that she can't be married to any of these guys. She's, uh, she's stuck. It's a, it's a big deal. So because we're machmer at the end, we can be makel at the beginning because daiko mitzvah, women are gonna check it out very carefully because they know that the, uh, the consequences are extremely dire. So that's kind of the opposite of here because we're machmer at the beginning, he takes it seriously. We makel at the end, trust him that he went to the mikvah. Achraim Levitayuch, the Mishnah said it has a back and an inside. Machraim Levitayuch, it's not like the Mishnah says, Kli Shenitma Achorev, a Kli that became Tame on the backside, Bimashkin, with liquids, Achorev Tameyin, Tocho, Ogno, Ozno, Yadov, but the inside, the Ogin, the, um, the handle, the Ozno, the ear, the ear like handle for a pitcher, the Yadov, and any other handles, Tahoin, Nitma Tocho, but the inside gets, gets Tame. Kulo Tame. So Taisvos points out why we're talking about a liquid, because the tuma of liquids is derabanim. The Taisvos says midraisa ain ocha mashke mitame kli. Midraisa food and drink cannot make kelim tame. Verabanan who de gazer. Rabbi's made a gazer mishum mashke zava zava. 
The only liquids that are avatuma that can be make, that can make kalim tamei deraisa is what comes out of the body of a zavra zava. Isa benita, like you explained there, banim hekera. So the rabbis made a heker, a distinction with mashkim that mashkim could could tamei partially. Medaraisa, once a kli, a kli, it's all or nothing. If it's tamei, it's tamei. If it's tahar, it's tahar. But since this is tuma derabanan of liquids, normally liquids can't make a kli tamei deraisa. It's only derabanan. So we say, listen, the outside got tamei, but not the inside. There's a famous joke in yeshiva. He says, yeah, well, my my, my pocket knife is fleshigs, but the backside is 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 milchigs, and the tip is a trafe. You know, it's something like this. I mean, it's lavdafka like that. But they they made a hecker. They made it a little d- d- different, so we'd remember a basic svita. The Mishnah mentioned my basic svita. The says, what is that? It's the place you hand over the kli. It's like the handle. Boaz handed over kli, parched grain, to Ruth. Or Ruth, or Ruth, if you like. Rabbi Asi, I'm multilingual, it's okay. Rabbi Asi, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Makum Shnekia Das Tsovin. This base Tzvita is actually a dipping tray. You should see the stender here. It has a stender. And it has this little tray on the side, which is probably not for your telephone, but it has a little dipping tray on the side of the shtender. You can come up and look after she has beautiful. So it has a normal receptacle. It has a little dipping tray because their minug was they would dip their bread and their food in vinegar and mustard. Rashi says whatever, something like this. So it's, it's a separate little receptacle on your main kli. He says normally kalim don't have a backside on the inside. Whether it's Mamish kochim that used in the base of mikdash, or kochim gvul, kochim in the boundaries outside the mikdash. I'm like kochim gvul, my ninu. What are you talking about, kochim gvul? Truma? You're talking about truma? That's something kodesh that you eat outside of the temple. That's not. But the Mishnah says achrayim v'toyuch beit svita truma. Truma has these distinctions. For truma, something can become tame for truma uh, on the outside, but on the inside. But for kochim, it's all or nothing. Maybe you're talking about chulin that's being kept altaris kodesh. We had this before. Our Mishnah goes to 11. The first six. Those apply both by Kodesh or Chulunas Taras Kodesh because there could be a Tuma there. Deraisa. Achronos, the last five. They were not necessary for Chulun. Remember, the biggest sod of Emuna. Uh, 2,000 years ago, less than 2,000 years ago, they thought the temple might come back any day. So they were keeping their chulin. Some people were keeping chulin al Tars So for us, we're Mekayim. When we learn about Tuma and Tahara, what we're going to do when we have the temple again, just learning about it, it instills this emunah in us. We're going to need to know this. One more minute so we can do this part. If you're carrying medras, you can carry Truma of Allah's Kodesh, but you can't carry Kodshim. Kodesh my time alone. Why can't you carry Kodesh? It's the event that actually happened. Someone's carrying a big bottle of wine that was supposed to be going to be used for Nisachim in the temple. Top of 23. He broke his sandal strap, the nitla, and he picked it up. He put the sandal strap up on the top of the barrel. Big mistake, guys. The nafla avira chavis, and the sandal strap went into the airspace of the barrel. The nitmeis, and it got the wine in the barrel. Tamei b'osis sha'amru. At that time, they told you in those days, a midras. If you're carrying midras, the sandal strap in this case was midras. 
no uh, no truma truma you could avolo esa kodesh but you can't have kodesh when you're carrying medras the gemara is going to talk about tomorrow because we only make a gezera based on the event that actually happened they're not worried about outlandish cases this actually happened and that's what the rabbanon said don't try it at home folks kodesh tov Yeah, it's good. Beta Tzvita. For cell phone. It's called Beta Tzvita. It's good.